All right, recording this 626, the 2nd of June, me and Nolan Mac on the corner three. Uh, before we start speaking, uh, just make sure to check out, you know, the Spotify, SoundCloud. We're on all major platforms now, so, you know, go check us out. Uh, I wanted to start off the, you know, the, the playoff conversation with, with the Knicks, man. Just, just <laughs> the complete opposite of what we thought was going to go down, Nolan. Just the complete yeah. opposite. We, it really is. What's your thoughts on this series, man, before I go on my rant? <laughs> <laughs> just quickly, I guess. Um, just it's it's one thing seeing role players not show up and hit shots, but to see Randall struggling the way he is is really disheartening. I mean, like, I'm not one of those fans that's overreacting, saying trade Randall or anything like that. But I mean, like, I'm I'm fine for extending him the summer and everything, but just like out of all the ways I could feel bad about this playoff series, the only way I would have felt bad is like if we got swept or if we played a series like this where it didn't look like we're not even, it looks like we're not even competing. So that's the thing that bothers me. But um, hopefully, you know, they pull out of that tonight and at least defend home court. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, right? Because Randall, he's putting up 16, 11, and 4, but he's only shooting 27% from the field. That's the thing, yeah. Right? <laughs> and then, like, the defensive strategy where they have when they have either John Collins or, you know, Gallo defending him, and then they have Capella shadowing him. And Noel and Taj, they're kind of, you know, non-existent in the paint. And the shooters, they're not they're not making their shots. You know, Reggie Bullock just have, have an all, awful Reggie, series. Yeah. Just this is a non-factor. RJ's been putting up 13, 7, and 2 shooting. He had a tw- decent game last game, at least. But he's giving you quarters at a time, bro. He's not really oh, putting right. together a complete game for us to win, you know? And it, yeah, it's hard. That's always been all season, though. You know what I mean? He's always been like, oh, I have a slow first half, but I'll come up, pick it up on his second half. Like, that's, like, been a trend we've seen from him. And I, I'm hoping that just, like, uh, you know, young 20-year-old kid the first time in the playoffs. But, I mean... It's something to watch moving forward for sure. And also shooting 27% from three. And you know, yeah. they're there, he's he's not getting so much, he's not getting a lot of attention on the three-point line. And you know, Randall is he's getting the most attention. Definitely. Uh, and you know, he he is trusting the pass. You know, I, you know, you could say a lot of all-stars when they go into playoffs, a lot of time they they force it. No, and, but dude just aren't knocking down shots. Exactly. 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 <laughs> you can you can trust the pass all you want. It doesn't matter if the guy doesn't make the shot. Shots they've been making all year. And it, players like quickly, quickly doesn't even look like he's shooting. Like, you know, like he's just so hesitant. He's like, instead of hitting the deep three that he saw he hit game one, he's like pump faking, like taking a few steps up, shooting from like a deep mid-range. It just I don't understand what's going on with him. Uh, quickly has been non-existent since like the first two quarters of the of the playoffs like literally yeah. just the first game with Burks really out of that other than the first game I mean yeah it, it, it's it, it's 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 rough to see that because they've been so consistent especially in the latter half of the year um you know shout out to the, the Hawks they they accepted the challenge I knew coming in they knew that you know we're pretty much been playing like really, really physical against them throughout the regular season, and mm. they've matched that intensity. Uh, yeah, they, they and they've been hitting their shots. Like the signings with uh Bogey and Gallo has worked out for them. Bogey's been shooting lights out in this yeah, series. Bogey's bro. great, man. Bogey was one player I really wanted us to go after in free agency, and a lot of people were even like, "Oh, the Hawks overpaid him," and I'm like, 
I don't think they overpaid at all. I think he's worth every penny of that contract. Yeah, definitely. They turned their season around, and he's come. He's came through in the playoffs. He's definitely worth the contract. They they're gonna have to make a decision on John Collins. You know, if yeah, he's had a okay. He's had a pretty good series defensively. Uh, caught fire. Uh, game five or four, and mm, yeah, he had one good game. So yeah, one like really good game. I mean, he's had a few decent games, and that one game where he got in foul trouble and had like zero points. But I mean, that happens when you're in foul trouble sometimes. And then this notion that I keep saying, seeing, like, could we attack Trey Young? Bro, we don't have the personnel for that. I don't know if I I necessarily 100% agree with that. Because I've heard people saying that, too. And, like, I'll agree Reggie isn't the one to, like, attack that. Because Reggie doesn't have, like, an uh, off-the-dribble game. You know what I mean? But if you would have put Burks in against but that? they have done that though and it's not work like Burks have like you can't really count on Burks for yeah. that type of production like you know it, yeah. it, I feel like it's still something they should be searching out more than they're doing right now but yeah I mean I definitely get your point that like it's we don't have the best personnel for that I mean just look at the way like our roster was constructed you know if we were put this team together with like a bunch of one-year deal like flyers on players like noel and stuff like i mean we weren't expecting a playoff run the hawks spent a ton a ton of money this yeah. off and like i mean it's it's paying dividends now but is their ceiling really that much higher from here i mean not best really case, not best really case scenario, no. best case scenario like absolute best case scenario is they get smoked in the eastern conference finals and that's only if like joel and just like doesn't play which it sounds like he might not now with this meniscus there because you got to remember they had to make a decision on Collins. they have to pay trey young trey young he has to get paid yeah his rookie uh, year is coming up pretty soon either this year or next they got to make a decision on her they have to make a decision on Cam pretty soon. Are they going to keep playing him because they have so many wings and guards at that? Yeah, point. I think Cam's pretty expendable at this point for them. Yeah, it's a lot of decisions, and and it's it's hard to see them hitting another level from what I they agree. have on their roster. I, I agree with that. And if they max Collins, they're pretty much capped out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's scary defensively. You know, with Trey Young and John, I know he's John Collins has been good because, I, but that's more of a mental thing and the challenge against Julius Randle. It, that's it, what I'm They're throwing the kitchen sink at Randall right now. And last game, I think they backed off him a little bit. And last game was frustrating because it felt like Randall was missing shots that he made all year. But I think just yeah. that's, I think that is the accumulation of everything they've thrown at him every game before this, like tanking him uh, mental effect on him right now and yeah, man man we miss mitch like mitch yeah. could have helped like a lot in this series all those tweets he's posting just teasing me get me all excited i don't think he returned to this season like i've been no. since i've seen him get hurt i'm like yo if he's not we made it to the second round maybe there's chances in like game three or four he'd like come back on limited minutes or something but, but it's not like what's the point? Because it's not like okay, if he comes back, then oh, we have a chance of beating Philly. We don't, we don't, we don't beat well, Philly without if, with Embiid or without. If Embiid's out, we might. Uh, no, bro. No. I don't know, man. If we're having trouble against this this Hawks team, you're right? You're right, bro. bro <laughs> let, me, Vince, let me let me believe. <laughs> ben Simmons would destroy it. Tobias Harris, bro. They would. They oh, would bro. Ben Simmons can't hit a free throw to save his life. <laughs> man, but but defensively though, like, no, I know, I know. But uh, you see, lock anybody down. 
we actually, actually we could transition into that series because I don't know if you've seen last game, bro. But yeah, yeah, as what? a Ben Simmons advocate. Yeah, you that was rough, one, right? No, yeah. I was giving my friend from Philly all the shit in the world. <laughs> and there was one. It was like uh, Ben Simmons also threw popcorn at Russell Westbrook. He just missed every single time. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to bring him on the pod so I could understand like the fan base, right? Because yeah, yeah, like. W- how do they feel about him not shooting the jumper? And how do they feel about Embiid, bro? Because Embiid um, lasted four games. Okay, so on Ben Simmons, I, I I would say from talking to him that the mindset is basically like, oh, yeah, too bad one of the top 10 basketball players in the NBA um, can't hit free throws or shoot jump shots. It'll be a shame if we win, win a championship and he doesn't hit a free throw. Like, I mean, like, they're they're not concerned about it. And, I mean, if he's your player, that's pretty much the approach you have to take, they I think. They won so much. It's like, what it is what it is. Right, right. So, they're confident enough that they think they can overcome that when everybody's healthy. But um, who was the second player you asked about? Embiid. Like, oh, yeah. Like Embiid. Embiid's, like, <laughs> yeah. injury. Like, Embiid, he's never healthy. Embiid is much more of a concern for them. <laughs> um, basically, the thought my friend told me is he said that he was like, I mean, I'm trying to be optimistic, but like every time you get any medical news from the Sixers, it's always the absolute worst case scenario. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. yeah, you're pretty much right. I mean, like Simmons got hurt that first summer and Bede's been hurt all year. I mean, that's the reason he's not probably the MVP is that he was hurt this season and missed games because Corona and everything. So, I mean, they're in a tough spot, but I just, I just don't think saying someone's t- day-to-day with a meniscus tear is like being realistic or like smart for your franchise player down the road. Like, I think they, I kind of think they'd be better actually just playing it safe and like punting till next year. But bro, bro, like if, if you're Elton Brand, God damn it, bro. Like, 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 like the Butler situation, just man, the shot that, that was crazy. And then the next, the following year you come back, you have a decent squad. You go into the playoffs in the bubble, and, and Ben Simmons gets hurt, and now you don't have your point guard. Now this season, you don't have your MVP candidate. Right. Like, like, damn, like that. That's it's, that's it's frustrating. The basketball gods frowning on their tanking bullshit. For all this <laughs> yeah, year. that's what it is. That, that's really what it is. That's really what it is. Um, do you feel like? Do you feel Philly? I know they're probably gonna get over on the set on the Sixers. I mean, the uh, the Wizards. Probably going to be a little bit more of a dogfight getting out of that series. Even, yeah. um, assuming um, assuming Atlanta beats us, right? Assuming Atlanta beats us, how do you feel like that series will go? And- that's going to be tough because right now it sounds like they really are taking this Embiid thing day to day and that once the swelling and everything goes down, that he's going to try to play through it and take, like, cortisone shots and all that stuff or his meniscus like what are we even talking about i know i don't get it (laughs) i think it's just like sixers fans and like and specifically being like so sick of the criticism that he's just like fuck it i don't care what 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 the end result is i'm playing because i don't know when we're gonna have this chance again and i just i don't know if that's the right move i really don't as far as them i guess them Long term in the playoffs, I guess, if they're going to take this day to day, because that's what I mean. If they end up playing him, though, when he's not, he's he's not going to be healthy from an MCL. Then. <laughs> he's just not. I don't care what you tell me. It, no. I just you saw what happened with 
KD whenever he tried to play, come back to the finals and he ended up tearing his flipping Achilles. Like, I mean, it's just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's meh. He's had so many health issues as it is to like push your luck with him just makes me cringe a little bit. And it's crazy. Like a 48-hour period, they look like the, one of the favorites to come out the East too. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, I think um, I picked them in our playoff thing. I think it's the Clippers, Sixers. I mean, like, who do you trade? Like, who do you get rid of at this point? Because either one of those guys, like, I don't know if you if you even take the risk of not trying to get any assets from from MB. I don't know what you can get, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, last year, I think they really fucked up not – or this offseason, I think they fucked up the season, I guess, because Harden didn't get traded in the season, that they didn't – they messed up not trading Simmons for Harden. I mean, you could say the same thing about Miami. If you really think about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. There's is even worse. Tyler <laughs> Hero. Bro. Imagine, that's that's a perfect transition, right? That's a perfect transition because <laughs> yeah, the, the books just. Yeah, I was wrong on that series. So. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I told you. I told you. I didn't think it was going to be like this, but they hey, decimated the. Yeah, I got you on the Blazers Denver one, so we're good. We're even. <laughs> that, man. No, but, but this has been. This Bucks team has been very impressive. Defensively, they just locked on. Offensively, I don't know if there's enough firepower to get them through the net, but it, it's a way better offensive group than it was last year. Like, yeah. I, mean, I think I think the question with that net series really is just like, is Brooklyn's talent better than the sum of like Milwaukee's parts? Because I mean, like, when you have like the, the three of the four best players on the court probably for Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And then like does that brand of Milwaukee ball and like the like continuity of playing together over a few years and like experimenting with different lineups versus the Nets barely playing together as a team all year, can that overmatch their talent? Like and that's a really good storyline because I mean that's like a big question. Does talent win or do like just teams win? I mean, it's obviously some combination of both, but this Nets team is just like something we've never seen in terms of like literally played like what 20, not even 20 games together all year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like they're my pick to go to the finals, but you know, they, there's a lot of questions I have for them defensively, right? So, like, how do they start Giannis? Do they start DeAndre? Because Blake Griffin has been the starter for them. So, what they do they start? The DeAndre Jordan, that's bro. Giannis is gonna average gonna four. I really do. <laughs> that that what? I think they're gonna dust DeAndre off the bench <laughs> and bring him back out for the next series. I really do. <laughs> because he has the potential to average 40 in that series easily. Yeah. And and then gotta go and then if and then on Brooklyn, they haven't proven to me because in that Celtic series, they pretty much ran through them. They haven't proven to me that they could play 48 minutes of playoff defense. It can be sure. done. Like, it can be done because they're and just – No matter so- what they did, you can't tell it from that series. Just yeah. the bigger – you know what I mean? Yeah. And just watching just watching that series, like, you could just tell, like, they wasn't 100% locked in. Like, mm-hmm. they were playing with them. Like, they were just – they just they knew they were out-talented. They were just better sure. than them, you know? They and didn't they- have to go out there worried about it. They were the most, like, nonchalant team – You've ever seen go to like a was it four to one was then? Yeah, yeah, it was four to one, and it's hard to be, it's hard to take it serious when you're lining up against you know Naismith and Romeo Langford and Grant Williams and like bro. And, um, it's it's kind of funny now. Like you were just talking about his Embiid injuries and 
even Jamal Murray, AD, CP3, all these all these players that are like hurt right now. And ironically, after not being healthy the entire season, the Nets are one of the healthiest teams in the playoffs right now. Which is like, if you look at it, how they handled the whole regular season, you know, Kyrie in and out, Harden, they 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 had them, they handled that Harden situation very delicately and the and the Durant situation. So like anytime they get a little bruise banged up. They're not like us, like the Nick, like you know, Knicks players. Like they're gonna fight through, and you're not even gonna hear about it in the media. They're, they're gonna complain about it, and they're not gonna play. They're gonna shut it down because right. they know they're more of a playoff team. Definitely. Yeah, um, I mean, talent wins in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely does. Uh, you no, know, a team that didn't have you know that much talent, the Celtics. And today, like Brad Stevens decided, you know, I mean, Danny Age decided, you know what. I'm tired of ruining the franchise. Brett Stevens, you try to do something, which is, that's how I saw it personally. It's just like, he's done. I think the cap on the team is just like, what are they going to do, bro? Honestly, like they missed their window. Yeah. I mean, they really missed the opportunity to capitalize on that treasure chest of assets that they had. For all those years don't get me wrong they still have draft picks and they still have like they can still make moves and stuff but i mean that kemba walker contract i was just i can't remember who tweeted it earlier but they were like gms around the league see that kemba walker contract as a liability now because his knees just aren't good enough he missed like 31 games this year like they're in a tough spot yeah i've um bill simmons I was, I was listening to his podcast he's a huge celtics fan and he mm-hmm. was saying how um that Kemba contract, like what the fuck? Yeah, everybody like, was they, bashing the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> Not paying up for Kemba. Bring and him it, home. And he and he came off like a career year. And you know, there was oh, that he whole, had a great year, it was all NBA or something, I think. Yeah, and it was that conversation of Jordan would give him the super max, and you know, he signed to Boston replacing Kyrie, and it just hasn't worked out. Like he just hasn't even when I they're mean, he on wasn't the, playing back to backs all year. Yeah. Because his yeah. knees are shot. <laughs> Unfortunately, I love Kemba. No, nah, no, nah, I do too. You know, Emmett Yukon was so fun to watch, and I got to watch him cross up Gary McGee in the Big East Finals over Pitt, and that was one of the worst shakes I've ever seen in my entire life. No, no, I, I love Kemba. Kemba is a Bronx native, like you know. Yeah. I shout out to Kemba, but sure, bro, you need to get healthy, man. Like you need to get healthy, and yeah, and that's why I'll, I'll give him credit because like. In the longevity of your career, if his knee wasn't 100% this year, not playing back-to-backs is smart. You saw Kawhi do it. You know what I mean? It worked out better for him, obviously. But, I mean, it's probably, if, it's not, if that's the long-term play for your career, maybe he'll prove us wrong and come back next year looking more like the Kemba from last year, at least somewhere in the middle, you'd hope, as a Celtics fan. Who who replaces Brad Stevens, right? Because Brad Stevens is one of the best X and X and O coaches out there. Absolutely. So, where do you go? Like, I've heard rumors for Chauncey Billups. I've heard. uh, I I don't know. You've heard so many awful. I think I think a lot of it is people floating names around just to keep them in the circuit of things. Because like some of the names you saw floated around, like. Uh, or I saw Coach K. If Coach K decides to coach the Boston you, Celtics, you're dead to uh, me, Coach K. <laughs> you're dead to me, Coach K. I, don't, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. 
that would be fucking wild. He's just like, I'm so sick of this transfer portal, all this one and done bullshit. Players getting paid for their likeness. I'm going to the NBA. Man, I, that would be painful to see. No, I think I think Coach K is just tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I don't blame him, man. He's got a, the NCAA's right now is a crazy state of flux. We're like, yeah. you can pay players to go to the G League, like over the table now. You know what I mean? You can other players, other team, other players can get paid for their likeness at like any school. You don't have to worry about like I'm not saying like Duke and North Carolina and like schools like that are like dirty schools or anything. There's like improper benefits going around. But I mean, you see that all around college basketball. I think it's like hard to say that they don't do any of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and you know, we could go off on a rant and, you know, it, this could be its own podcast, but, you know, college basketball back in the 80s and 90s was some of the best basketball oh, yeah. ever, dude. period. Even and, early 2000s, like, yeah. Big East, oh, dude, I miss Big East basketball so much. Uh, like, college basketball will, will never be the same as it is, and plus with all this stuff coming in, like, they should have been paying the players a long time ago. And I keep. think the coronavirus and, like, everything like that, like, really um, like, emphasize that to people is that they're seeing like oh these players who aren't even getting paid are like going out here playing these games like risking their health all this stuff no fans in the stands everything blah 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 and like it just like i don't know this last college basketball season is probably the least amount of college basketball i watched in my lifetime yeah yeah same same but this draft is deep it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be definitely. interesting to see. But um, going back to the playoffs, one one last team I wanted to talk about before we head off to the West mm-hmm. was um the Heat. I just want to break down the Heat because um <laughs> they got swept and uh you know We're Jimmy talking about clearing house, which is which is weird, right? Because they I thought they were so committed to Jimmy Butler, right? Because I mean, clear cleaning the house could mean a few things though. It could mean cleaning the house like in terms of everybody but Jimmy Butler and Bam, you know, and that would be surprising given what they thought of Tyler Hero and Duncan and Duncan Robinson and uh, everybody going into this. But I mean, most of their other players are free agents and like, they're not going to bring back Udonis. You know what I mean? They're not going to bring back probably Iguodala. They're not going to bring back. Yeah. Like a lot of these older, I think that's more of what they mean. I'd imagine because I don't know who's trading for Jimmy Butler right now. And Jimmy Butler is going to be looking for another contract. Remember, there's only one more year left on his deal. Oh, really? Yeah. And then the summer of 20, 2022, they, they're going to have to offer him another four-year contract. Ooh, that's tough. Exactly, right? I might, I might let that guy walk or trade him that final year, actually, yeah. And it's interesting, right? Because last year they had, uh, they had you know, awesome wings, man. They had Jay Crowder. They had, uh, yeah, that was an underrated loss for them. And I know he hasn't been great in the Sun series, at least like offensively. I think he's like shooting horrible that series. Yeah, yeah, he is. But his defensive presence is still definitely something. I mean, I know LeBron was like toying with him, but LeBron can toy with just about anybody when he's feeling it. So. It doesn't even count when you're going. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just saying it to say it, but. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. But you know, they replaced a lot of their wings, and there there wasn't a, they wasn't good defensively coming back into and you know the and, you're seeing, and the shortened season and all that. That's what I was gonna say is that like you're seeing a lot of these teams that went far in the bubble last year really struggling right now. I think like if if the Lakers end up losing, which I think they probably will at this point, unless LeBron just goes 
LeBron. <laughs> Even though he's just himself like every other year in the NBA. Yeah. Then um it's just, I think Denver will be the only team to make it into like from the last final four of last year of like the conference finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's it's if you see all these teams that went deep into that bubble really struggling this year. And I don't think that's really a coincidence. I think it's like the other players had such a large amount of time off to like rest, recover, and train in these teams for kind of like out of the playoffs, short off season, right back into it. Which is interesting, right? Because segueing into uh the West and seeing how you know the Lakers have the injury bug. Okay, the yeah. Anthony Davis hard and he has a strain, I believe, uh groin, right? Yeah, yeah, same injury that uh Frank had that kept him out throughout the season, throughout his career. The same mm-hmm. injury uh LeBron just had. The same we've seen a lot of these players. They linger, man. Growing injuries linger. And, and then they usually out one to two months, and it depends. And he's talking about coming back tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's not going to be a hundred percent eighty. There's not even no reason to play him before he gets himself hurt again. There's like, well, I mean, the only reason you can say is because if you lose this next game, then you're going to be off the entire offseason anyway. But what happens if he goes in the game and hurts himself even more? And you know that that yeah. point is not. No, not, I know. Not I'm, even. I'm, I'm just trying to like play devil's advocate in terms of like reason the other way around and just like keep LeBron happy. But I mean, I don't even think LeBron has been hundred percent this series. He hasn't scored 30 points in a single game this series. His highest was 25 points. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's interesting because I had texted you and we had talked about before that game had started and I told you I'm looking for a historical LeBron game. Like yeah. there's, there's no way he lets them mm-hmm. lose this game and they come out and lay an egg. Then it's 24 points. Yeah. And then it's Schroeder Schroeder gets you zero, zero <laughs> points, bro. This what? dude tur- this dude had the audacity to turn down $80 million. <laughs> yo, yo. People said the Knicks should sign this dude and he wants over $80 million. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, Kuzma uh, has just been, bro. Kuzma oh. is what he is at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand why people are surprised when Kuzma doesn't do great things. Before LeBron okay. got there, I thought he had another level to his game. Not going to lie. I, I did maybe like the first two years. And it's just like, I don't know. Just at this point, I haven't seen any step from – he hasn't got that much better from his rookie year, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true, that's true. And uh, Alex Caruso, KCP, has just been non-existent as well. Shooting the ball terribly Caruso. well. <laughs> you know, like Caruso was wrong with Caruso. No, everybody's always like, you're white. You got to love Caruso. It's wrong with Caruso. I don't know, man. He just, <laughs> he's like that Matthew Delavadova type, like pesky, annoying motherfucker vibe. Capazzo, you don't like Capazzo? Capazzo, I'm okay with. Oh, okay. Maybe a few more years in the league, Capazzo will get on your skin. Yeah, probably. Soon enough. <laughs> Capazzo's pretty annoying. Watching him want to, like, he's the type of player, like, I want to fight. Yeah, that's what I, I haven't watched a ton of Capazzo yet, to be honest with you. Nah, I get annoyed watching him on the TV. Like, damn, yeah, like, yeah. this dude is annoying. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, like the Lakers core, he, like LeBron hasn't had enough help at all. No. And, uh, the Suns. He's too old to be doing it all on his own. It's not like the year he carried the fucking Cavs and he's not in the Eastern Conference anymore all the way to the finals just to lose to the uh, Warriors. He's not even the same guy no more. Just like, oh, he looks like, I a don't think he's a hundred percent. You can tell he's not posting people up. He's settling for jump shots. Like he, He's just not. There's no way in that game yesterday or whatever that he scored 24 points to go down 
three to two or whatever it is, right? Three to two. Yeah, he came out there to dominate. He just cut, yeah. right? He did, and then he realized like nobody else on my team hasn't going. And after the first quarter, he just looked like, all right, we'll we'll get him the next one. Like it, he didn't look fully invested in that game, in my opinion. And then uh, the the Suns, you know, they, you know, Devin Booker has. I've had, I believe, three 30-plus point games in this series. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul has been in and out with injuries. You know, yeah. he's another yeah, it's guy. It's funny. We said in our playoff review, we were like, um, we we both picked the uh, the Lakers to win, obviously, but um, we said that the story of the series, or the reason the story the series was interesting was more because of the injury situations than the actual matchup itself. And yeah. that's absolutely played out. I mean, whether it's, LeBron not being 180 missing time, CP3 shoulder. Like you see, like I said, like you see a lot of those teams, like the Lakers, and like really struggling from the bubble last year. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it just, I don't, they said that this was the first time LeBron James has lost two back to back games in the first round in his career. LeBron's 14 and 0 in the first round of the playoffs. He might <laughs> finally lose that this year. Like it's, you can't be happy either, right? You'd think he'd be pretty pissed about that. Like at this stage in his career, he can't be afford to like squander seasons like that. And, and that's why I believe. Like I know a lot of people they think the Lakers are done. I, I can't. I can't jump. I can't on write that. them off. No. Yeah, I can't. No. I can't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. That would be the one. Like I, I just, I don't bet on that series like at all because I just, I'm not gonna count LeBron out, but I'm obviously. Not going to deny the fact that they're down 3-1 either. So there's, like, no way to really take that serious. For sure. Um, switching over to the next L.A. team, uh, the Clippers. Ah, and the Clippers, that, they're back. Yeah, bro. <laughs> the first two games, Luka Magic. I'm like, bro, I'm I'm watching, like, I'm closely watching these games, man, and I am in shock. The first two games, like, what the yeah. fuck? No, you saw, I mean, we were, you were, we were both thought the series was over. We were texting stuff about it. Like, I mean, like, I mean, Luca was great, but then you start realizing that like Tim Hardaway Jr. As we like good and well now, like, isn't going to be hitting assistant. I mean, he's just not going to, yeah, he's not going to hit 60% of the threes or whatever. He hit the first like two games over the course of a seven game series. And Paul George and Kawhi like, aren't going to, be as lackadaisical as they were in that series. Now they're throwing the kitchen sink at Luca, who has this neck injury, and KP's not doing anything. Tim Hardaway is uh, regressing back to the mean a little bit, like more of his average self. A lot of their players, you know, and it's just Persingas has looked awful. Yeah, yeah, the last two games. He's a 7-3 guard at this point who can't shoot. He's he's he has no purpose. Yeah, right yeah. Now. He doesn't shoot the ball well enough for him to be standing out there all That's what damn I mean. time, bro. He's always open because no one can test a shot, but he's not making it. It is Man. what it is. And it's it, and usually during playoff series, role players play better at home than on the road. And yeah, the complete the opposite. opposite. Yeah, it's yeah. been the complete opposite. Um as far as uh you know, the, the initiative that Paul George has taken. Like he's been a lot more aggressive the last two games. Um, defensively, I feel like they've been a little bit better on closing out on the shooters, giving a, giving them a, a hard time. Um, they they completely have went away from playing Zubak 
like they pretty much playing. Uh, I never understood Zubak's role on that team or his fit on that team. I really didn't. That was yeah, always my that was always my biggest gripe about them is like just trade him for. They could have signed Nerlens Noel. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah, they could have. They could have. And they're rolling out Rondo, uh, Reggie Jackson. I hate Reggie Jackson. I like Reggie Jackson. Bro, 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 bro. How do you hate Reggie Jackson? Oh, he's what? just such a terrible For what? He's such a terrible decision maker. He's oh, one of the worst no decision one, no makers. One, no one likes Reggie Jackson <laughs> for his decision making. No, it's like saying like Red like J.R. Smith is like uh is someone you like for decision making. I mean like he's he's just a he's a bucket. Like he's not he's I know he's been shooting the ball decently well this series, but overall he's not a good shooter. No, no, he's a good like ISO player, but he's not a great, yeah, he's not a great like three point shooter for sure. And every time I've seen, I don't know, every time I've seen Reggie Jackson, he's just pissed me off. I don't know why. Yeah, I didn't really I understand that. I kind of understood the um the trade for Rondo over Capella just because they needed a or not Capella, um Lou Williams because like they needed a traditional point guard. Yeah, yeah. But like I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, because if you have Reggie Jackson, he's basically your de facto six man then in Ronda. I guess it makes sense. But I didn't really think it really moved the needle as much as I thought it would either going into the year, especially now that he's not playing. So it, it definitely moved the needle, the needle uh, mentally. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. I mean, I don't I think even they think, needed that a little bit. I don't even think they come back. You know, they, they, they put up that dog fight in game three. If Rondo's not in that locker room, but you know the thing, the thing people miss is like when Kawhi was in Toronto and they played against the Bucks, he fell down 0-2 before, and he came yeah. back and won four straight games. So it's not unfamiliar territory, Kawhi. No, like it, it takes a little. I think it takes a little bit for a team like that. It's kind of like coasted through the regular season to kind of like wind, yeah, wind up for playoff ball. You know what I mean? Just get a little feel for it. And, and mid-range Kawhi is in full effect. Oh, I can't I wait to watch that tonight. Kawhi. Can you? Did you see Knicks fans after the uh, the Clippers went down 0-2? And a lot of them were like, oh, Kawhi's leaving. And, like, there were, obviously there's fans that thought Kawhi was coming here, which I just thought was silly from the beginning. But then other Knicks fans were like, oh, shit, we're going to be the dumb team that trades for Paul George after that. And I'm just like, what? I'm just like, Paul George is great. Like, <laughs> sign me up for that deal. That's what I'm saying. Like, is that, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Paul George is the top 12-ish player. Yeah. Yeah, hey, come on. Like, come on. I, I saw that, too. I'm like, bro, sign me up. I'll be first in line to trade for Paul George. You're just one piece away at that point. That's what I'm saying. If Randall's your three, you're your, he would be your two option then. And then you'd ideally look to get, yeah, like you said, one piece away for that number two option or number one option if it's someone better than paul george i don't know who but i mean if you have randall as your third option rj is your fourth and i don't don't know man randall is your second that that's a good team it is and your defense becomes extremely better extremely better oh definitely and that's why it's part of the reason i've loved the clippers because i thought um Kawhi and Paul George are two of the best perimeter defenders in the league. And at the time, initially, I thought Patrick Beverly was still a basketball player. And now he just seems like you're not even playing him, really. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Dallas bounces back. I like, I know the Knicks yeah, probably the game of their season for sure. It's, it's probably over with. 
realistically yeah. speaking. But you yeah, know, it's true. interesting to see how Luca responds. Like I, I want to see how Luca responds. I think that neck injury is really killing him too. I, I, before we before we switch over to the next series, I wonder, did you see that shot that he had on the three point line, Luca, off one leg? The one foot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo. I, oh, dude, that was wild. I sent that to like three of my friends, and they're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> oh, watching I think that he's live, playing with these dudes right now. Watching that live, man, I I couldn't believe what I saw, bro. I'm yeah, like, man, that he's kid special, is special. Man. He's fucking special. Special, man, special. Um, uh, moving on. Uh, Memphis and Utah, bro. Memphis, like they took the first game without Donovan Mitchell. And, you know, I guess there was some type of friction with Donovan Mitchell in the, the Utah front office. Yeah. He felt I'm, like he was I'm sure going up 3-1 now has, has simmered that down a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they've been dominant since he's been back. It's yeah. interesting to see, you know, if the Clippers are able to move on, how they match up against Utah, because that's going to be immense. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be an epic series. The West, the whole Western Conference is just going to be a great series from, on, from here on out. Man. Even all the ones now, really, I mean, aside from Utah, Memphis, now that we're just talking about, like, 3-1, the rest of it's 2-2, Dallas Clippers, 3-2, uh, Denver, Portland, 3-2, Phoenix Lakers. Like, I mean, they're all within one game, you know? And, and, and Memphis has been putting up fights, man, and usually... Oh, no, yeah, they've been playing good. Jaw's been unreal, and you've been talking up Memphis pretty much all year, and I didn't really see it as much, but Jaw has played... I think Josh played had a better postseason than a regular season, including the play-in. Uh, I, I really like that Memphis team. Like I really mm-hmm. thought like they're like their playoff built. Dylan Brooks, like I know that Nick fans he stepped up. Nick fans hate Dylan Brooks. Every time I look on Twitter, it's I Dylan don't like Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Hate. <laughs> you don't like Dylan Brooks? I, every time I look on I Twitter. I respect Dylan Brooks. <laughs> I don't want him on my team, I don't think, depending on the He's a dog. Like, I, those are the type of guys ah. I want to go on the court with. Like, this guy is talking shit. Like, I, I don't know. I, no, no, I, I, I like appreciate that all that. I really do. <laughs> I don't know. I just – something about him still I've not fully bought in yet. It hasn't been a large enough sample size of him being, like, good. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah. Him, uh, Jaw's been playing amazing. The only thing that's mm. questionable is uh, Triple J production. I know he's had, uh, this has pretty much been like an uh, off year for him. Nobody's yeah, really I mean, counting this. Year. Year, right? Yeah, yeah. He's been hurt most of the year. They finally, he's finally, he finally gave him a decent game on game four. But yeah. moving, moving further, like moving to the future, you know, they're going to have to make a decision on whether this, to pay him or not. And he's, Barely been on the court, not even this season, the past two seasons as well. Right. And that's where it gets a little complicated. But from what you've seen from him this season so far when he's healthy, which granted like hasn't been a lot, it's a very small sample size. Do you think he's shown enough to deserve another contract? <sighs> a max contract? Not a max, just another. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I definitely reinvest in him. Just defensively alone, he guards one through five. He moves his yeah. feet extremely well. If yeah. he can ever get that three-point shot, it's good. But if it if he could, you know, shoot 37, 38-ish percent on you know, if he and and offensively is he able to grow more? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I like him as a third option. And I and that's why I say I repeatedly that Memphis is one piece away. Yeah, and they have so if, many if he can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy. And and the thing about Memphis and that roster, they're 
deep as hell. They got Grayson Allen, Dylan Brooks, uh, Xavier Tillman, uh, uh, Brandon Clark. uh, Memphis is kind of like a smaller market team too, though. I think that's just like another reason why you have to invest in JJJ because like, I mean, you're not bringing in a lot of free agents to Memphis. It just traditionally hasn't happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Jaw's good, but he's not even like Giannis good. And Giannis good couldn't even get um what's his name Bogdanovich to want to go there. You Especially know? in the West, where it's just getting deeper and deeper every I year, mean, man. It's crazy. The Western Conference is so crazy. Just basketball in general, man. Like this the talent pool in the league from 10 years ago. It just and insane. I think I, I, I think that's the best argument for something you talk about in the offseason, but just for expanding maybe two more teams i think there is so much talent now that you can do that without like diluting the overall talent level but then i guess the counter argument to that is do you want to dilute the talent the current talent level level because this has been like probably the most like influx dates of power in the nba and recent memory this year yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how they do that for sure for sure but um Back on the series, do you feel – how do you feel, you know, Utah – like, because Rudy Gobert has been playing, like, great defense. Donovan Mitchell has been bounced back. It doesn't even look like he's been injured, bro. Like, he's he's played well. Donovan yeah, Mitchell has – you can see well. why he wanted to play game one. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But, the you know, they missed Bogdan from last year, and he's been he's been great. The shooting he's off the bench. Clark. Jordan Clarkson. I, Who's the other guy that was in the running for six man of the year on their bench? On their bench, Joe Ingles. Yeah, no, no. yeah. Was yeah. it Joe Ingles? Okay. okay. Yeah, he was. He was right up there in the top few people for six man of the year too. And that's what I thought like should have been the deciding factor in the D Rose thing is like if another six man of the year candidate is on your bench with your six man of the year candidate who wins, like doesn't that change things a little bit? Yeah, I mean, D. Rose is coming in. I mean, he basically played starters minutes, too, which is, I guess, is like an argument against that. But I don't know. I thought D. Rose deserved it. We didn't even talk about Peyton and Bench, which is crazy. Oh. <laughs> you just reminded me of the point guard. Like, he's playing starter minutes. I'm like, yeah, because Peyton is trash. Yeah, yeah there's a reason he was doing that. And, you know, I still think I was even – um, I don't – really right for the daily Knicks that much anymore today. I can't remember the name of the guy. I just followed him on Twitter today. He put out a pretty good article on basically what I, what my initial opinion was for what the Knicks should have done for the playoff series. And they're not doing it tonight. It's the same lineup as the last two, but um, they, he said that they should have put Burks in at point guard instead of D Rose to start just because that's less disruptive to the bench lineup. And I think I think that's valid. I think that's the way they should have went. No, that's a good point. That or know. Frank. Yeah, yeah, one of those two. And I just think based on what Frank's played, it's just more likely that the next option would have been Burks. Yeah, yeah, realistically. But it just I don't know. I just it's when Quickly's not making the shots, Burke's been off. It's just it's a lot to ask from Randall and Rose right now and and i hope it's a it's a learning lesson for this front office that uh you know yeah i made cool you know cool cheap deals at the time but talent wins games and, and if next mm-hmm. year y'all want to make a leap 
you have to throw the bread at Lonzo. You have to you have to get you have to get people in here. I don't know. There's options. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Lonzo. You could throw that. I'd rather have Lowry. Hypothetically speaking, how much does Lonzo help in this series? If we if we traded for Lonzo on the trade deadline, I don't think he helps that much. You don't think so? I really don't because I mean he's another body to throw at Trey, and that's probably the biggest benefit. But he plays more of a two guard role than a point guard role. And I mean, I guess if you're running the offense through Julius anyway, and he's your, like your secondary ball handler, there's a benefit to that. But I don't really think he moves the needle that much. I think maybe offensively he takes a little bit of the load off of Randall orchestrating. Definitely. Definitely. And RJ for that matter. Yeah. I Everybody think Everybody in the line. <laughs> and 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 maybe I don't know, maybe the playoffs get to him too. Like the 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 rest of our guys, he doesn't shoot the ball as well. But mm. I don't know. I don't know. I think if we had I think if we had like a more because D-Rose is just, man, like, you could tell, like, at the fourth quarter, like, he's running out of gas. If we just had, like, a younger, competent point guard, I think this series would be a lot, a little bit different. A little bit different. Yeah, even, even like I said, like, a point guard like Lowry, like, that would be. Yeah. If you can get him on, like, a two-year deal or something to overpay him. Yeah, yeah. But, all right, we, we kind of lost track. Uh Oh yeah, last series. All right, so the last series I wanted to talk about, um, which has been one of the more interesting series in the playoffs, uh, Denver and Portland. You had Denver taking it. Uh, I had I had Portland. Uh, so far you've been correct. It can go either way. It can go either way, but it's it's trending Denver for sure. I know, I know. Lillard has like a fifty-five point game last night and everything, but yeah, I couldn't keep on. Bum game. McCollum had the, what, like eighteen points? Yeah, eighteen points. Yeah, yeah, something like that. He didn't help Dame that much, but I couldn't take my eyes off for of Jokic, bro. Like, yeah, his passes, dude. <sighs> bro, he's Tom Brady, bro. I was telling my friend, like, bro, yeah. he's, he's Tom Brady with the ball. Like, he. I, I saw a tweet the other day, just really resonated with my mind. It was like. I can't – it was from a Knicks fan. He was like, I can't believe there was a point that I thought Przingis was better than Jokic. Yo, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I can relate. I tried making that yeah. argument for a really long time, even though he always whooped her ass. <laughs> no, no, I 100% agree on that. 1,000% agree on that, especially when Przingis was lining it up. Mm-hmm. When he got hurt, I'm like, bro, there's no way Jokic is better than him. And hey, Jokic was still finding himself during that time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, man, Jokic has, has his – Bro, he's without, such an engine. without Jamal Murray too. Bro, he is like he's such an engine, just like LeBron, just like Harden is. And they're just such like a deep team. Yeah, so Which is what I think they're really over. That's why I think they're overmatching Portland. Is that they're just so much more deeper from top to bottom, where they're where Portland's so reliant on Dame, CJ, and uh, who they who's the one they traded for? Uh, Norman Powell, who has been playing mm-hmm. well. He has been playing well, and then Melo. I mean, it's just. It's a lot to toss on those guys. And Jokic is pretty much Jokic. All right, Capazzo, Monte Morris, Rivers. Um, give me Aaron Gordon from Orlando, and let's mm-hmm. go win this playoff series. Like, yeah, they got enough to do it. Like enough, bro. Like enough. They only got enough because Jokic is out there balling, bro. Oh well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yo, <laughs> that's like, enough. Yo, Austin Rivers, like he's he you know discarded what? him, and he's been. I'm not ball. mad. That the Knicks got rid of Austin Rivers, but I'm mad that the Austin. I mean, I'm mad that the Knicks got rid of Austin Rivers and kept Alfred Payton. 
they gave that he has a no trade. Well, for me, has a no trade clause though, so it's like it's so hard. No, I forgot about that. You know, remember because for some reason, because they didn't pick up his option because he made too much money on his option. Yeah, we brought him back on like five million or whatever. And then when you do that, based on the CBA, you have to give him a no trade clause. It's in the contract, uh, and that sucks. Is that why we gave Ron Baker a no trade clause? Exactly. That's the exact reason. Okay, I was always game. wondering why we. Are. <laughs> no, Ron wondering. Baker did not earn that bitch. No, Hell that's no. what I was just like. That's like the weirdest choice Phil could have ever made. But that makes more sense now. Nah, yeah. So when you're like when you're handcuffed like that, it's kind of hard to get rid of him. But Austin mm-hmm. Rivers has played well. Um, Michael Porter Jr. Man, shout out to shout out to Michael Porter shooting. Good for that dude, man. Yeah, everybody sure. was. Not everybody was writing him off. I mean, there's a reason he dropped, and it was a valid reason. It was a valid concern. And he's right now they're showing that going. To, I mean, going to Denver was the perfect fit because he can. He wasn't asked to do too much too early. If the Knicks would have got him, there would have been pressure to play him like year one, year two. You know what I mean? Like heavy minutes. Yeah, it's it's it, it's pretty well to see his career pan now. Um, they're not even playing Bobo, Bo, which is which is surprising. Like I know, like Bobo has <laughs> even been a conversation, a topic, but it's just frustrating to see Bobo on the bench when he pretty much dominated college basketball when he did play in yeah. those games. He kind of had like a wise too frail game. though. I understand he's too frail, but you can't play him on the outside with him and Jokic. I don't, I don't know. know. I, mean, I feel like he like seemed to be dominated college basketball. I, I, you know what I, mean? I see something different. With Bo- I don't know. Maybe I'm not saying. Like, no, I don't no, know. No. Maybe maybe it's just me being like. No, weak. don't get me wrong. I, I like Bol Bol as a prospect a thousand times more than to beat. But I'm just saying the similarities in terms of like being physically overmatched sometimes. I think are the reasons he doesn't see more time on a deep team like that. Because it's weird. Because on um, Denver, uh, they played a uh, Marcus Howard out of Marquette. You know, uh-huh. they're, they're giving him minutes on a two-way contract. And the reason why I brought the Bo Bo thing up is because I saw that. I'm just like, how long are they going to keep this guy on ice? He's played two years in the league. Yeah. You know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they move with his minutes going forward. And I think the biggest thing with that is just going to be how much like muscle they can put on the weight room in the off-seasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Portland, on the other hand, CJ has been pedestrian. Still waiting for that for that C. Uh, I am. So I picked him to win. Shit, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been waiting on that CJ game. And, he hasn't uh, scored over 23 points this entire series. Yeah, and, and that's that's hard, man. It's hard. It's that's hard for a lot Dame. on Dame. Dame's had 34, 42, 37, 10, and then 55. <laughs> exactly. And then Jokic is pretty much dominating their big man. Like he's fouling out everybody. Yo, like, Hey, Nurkic is fouled out by the third quarter. And Canner, you got Canner on an island with him. And Canner just can't guard anybody, let alone. <laughs> Especially that ISO pick and roll that they do with the guard. No, Canner is, do you remember, oh, what game was it? There was one game, I can't remember who was running pick and rolls at Canner when he was at the Knicks. And they went over to the bench and they were like, yelling at fizz like he can't guard me he can't guard the oh it was steve adams that's who it was steve adams that's why i remember that i was like damn steve adams is punking you this is bad i don't even remember that but damn <laughs> he's getting cooked by steven adams that's that's all you need to know yeah like <laughs> damn bro 
and it's hard. It's hard to win playoff games when you have him playing 25. You have him and Nurkic sharing center minutes. You're already down the totem pole defensively. Uh, shout out to Norman Powell playing well offensively. But yeah, they finally got a groove going. It was rocky to start, but they adjusted really well. He's going to be expecting to get paid. Get paid. And what is what is does Dame finally get fed up in Portland? You score fifty five points and don't win a playoff game because I don't know if the coach is even the problem. I don't I, think the coach is the problem either. I, I just I, think there's it's just this it's a limited roster exactly outside of Dame and maybe CJ. I would have loved for them to try to get Aaron Gordon during the trade deadline. That would have helped them defensively. That would have been a good fit. That would have been a really good fit. Man, they just, bro, I don't even know what to say about Portland because it's going to be interesting to see how how they treat their coach. Either they give him another year, another, or they just get rid of him in the summer. Um, As far as front office moves, are they going to offer Norman Powell a contract after spending a first-round pick and Gary Trent on him? Mm. It's going to be interesting to see even if uh, they get knocked out the first round. Yeah. Hey man, we got 10 minutes left. So um I guess one thing we probably should do is um what are your predictions for tonight's Knicks game? Realistically or just in my Knicks fandom mind? Uh, <laughs> you, you you tell me which one where you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ideally I want like uh, I, I want like a crazy game for Randall, but honestly, I think I don't – the Knicks are, are, are going to lose this game, I, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty much done with this season. I don't yeah. know if the Knicks – I don't know if the Knicks just have enough on the court. It's not even about will. It's not even about – No, they've been playing hard. It's just yeah. not making it. It's just not enough. Like, seeing it, watching the games, like, it's – you know, they the don't... playoffs, the best team shows out, dominates. They have them. more consistent shot make, like shot creators. Exactly. I'm going to be looking forward to watching the dog fight, but mm-hmm. other than that, I got the Hawks. I'm going to go the opposite way for this game. Not, not for this series. <laughs> I think I think the Knicks um, come out and defend home court, but at the same time, like, I'm not, like, super confident. <laughs> I think like, it's my pick. But I don't feel good about it. And then, you know, it's, 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 I guess I'm following the heart more than the the brain here. But I don't know. I think all the Capella talk and everything like that, I think that might motivate them to kind of like they did when they were like backs against the wall game uh, two at home. And they fought back and got one. But, I mean, the series is over. I don't know who Capella think he's talking to. Clint Capella waits till he's up 3-1 to talk trash in a series. Like, what type of pussy-ass shit is that? Like, it's so soft. And it's funny because I know, I I know for a fact, that's why I said it before the series even started. We've been too physical with them. It's just too much. And that's why the reason why I thought we would win, because they, I thought they were just too soft. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, Randall, RJ, and Rose, we're just too much for them inside of the paint. Man, was I wrong. Man, was I wrong. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) The the, the regular season was, I know, 
I know they had uh, was it Lloyd Pierce was their old coach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, th- I mean they had him for two of the three games in the regular season, and the third game was pretty close, and Trey Young got hurt. So like I expected it to be a good series, but to go from to go from Randall scoring, I think he averaged like thirty five a game at least in the series. Thirty seven. Yeah. So like to go from that to what we've seen from him is just. It doesn't add up. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it doesn't, doesn't add up. It, it really doesn't. Is it just me? Does he look a little timid out there a little bit? Like, you know, he's like, it's a lot of information for him to read. Like, you know I what I mean? I think it's a lot. I think, I think, not that I'm saying it's like a, a bubble type thing when, because like, you know, like everybody, some players played better in the bubble and people writing that off as fake, but like, not that the entire regular season was with like no fans, but there were like limited fans all season. And I'm not saying Randall's going to be like that, but it just, I think it's an adjustment to go from having the best year of your career in front of like 3000 fans to having the kitchen sink thrown at to you in front of 15,000 fans. It's an adjustment. And that's why I'm not really panicking about him. He's still 26. Yeah. He's he's gonna figure it out, and I hope he figures it out tonight, just so we can like end the season without feeling like, oh my god, is Randall this player? We can't max and just shut some of these stupid fans up. Now nah, for sure, for sure. Hopefully, 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 yeah. hopefully. But uh, yeah, pretty much the game's gonna start in a little bit, so we're gonna cut. We're gonna end things here. Uh, make sure to check us out on all the platforms. Everything we should be, you know, up and running on there. Yep. Follow us on Twitter too. Corner yep. Three Pod. Yep. 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 And uh, yeah, we will check you out uh next week. Hopefully, when the playoffs second round starts and stuff, we will check you guys out there. All right. Yep. Hopefully next win. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully.